We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. My friends, I'm so happy to be hanging out with you for a little while today on Empower Radio. I personally believe if we want to live vibrantly healthy, purpose-filled, and love-based lives, we need to open our hearts. We need to take chances. We need to stretch out of our comfort zone and do things we've never done and maybe go places we've never gone. And let's face it, this can be scary. And it does take courage. I like the saying, courage is not not being afraid. It's being afraid and doing it anyway. If we don't have courage, it seems inevitable we will live very small and uncomfortably comfortable lives. So I say, if we're here, we may as well open our hearts and go for it. Let's make the most of this human experience. I've recently gone to the next level of consciously claiming my courage, and my life has expanded in some pretty interesting and prosperous ways. And I'm excited to keep on climbing this mountain of consciousness and courage, and I hope you are too. Here to explain, explore, and expand on this very important subject of courage is my guest and expert, Mary Beth Sammons. Mary Beth is an award-winning journalist and author who has contributed to his family circle, the Chicago Tribune, and various online health and wellness websites. She's a cause-related marketing professional who creates communication campaigns for organizations. She is the author of 11 books in the women's self-help and wellness fields, including Living Life as Thank You, The Transformative Power of Daily Gratitude, Inspiration, A Teen's Guide to Healthy Living, Inspired by Today's Top Spas, Second Acts That Change Lives, Making a Difference in the World, and the book we're going to be talking about today, What Would You Do If You Knew You Could Not Fail? How to Transform Fear into Courage. Mary Beth has gone to the front lines of adversity and fear and connected with the brave hearts who have confronted and overcome their fears in inspirational ways, from world-class athletes to spiritual teachers to cancer patients to ordinary people who took extraordinary action to transform their lives. This Courage Guidebook is enriched with motivational quotes, simple and effective power practices, proven methods for cultivating confidence, and comprehensive advice about how to live life with Gusto. With the support of this book, readers will learn to face and transform their fear, apply the art of tenacity when times are tough, and embrace the gifts of crisis that can lead to profound personal growth. So, Mary Beth, thanks for being on Journey to Center today. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you write about a lot of different important topics. And from my perspective, courage is a really big one. And I have to say, I just love the title. What would you do if you knew you could not fail? How to Transform Fear into Courage. Can you tell me a little bit about why you wrote this book and how it came into being? You know, this is the first. We have, my co-author and I, Nina, have three books together. And um, this book was the first because we have very parallel lives. Are, um, both, we were both single moms of teenagers at the time. and um, I'm facing a lot, you know, the world has been kind of scary in the recent years. And so every day waking up, it takes a lot of courage, you know, if you lose your job or, um, I was working in the healthcare field as a writer and 
I was writing about people who had cancer and dying or old and um, and so they were facing tremendous healthcare crises that and I was always overwhelmed by the courage that they had that um, the rest of the world, the healthy people didn't seem to have the same level of courage to face what they needed to face. So we wanted to explore that, what makes people have courage and face and try new things and reinvent themselves and and what qualities, you know, who has it and how, why do they have it and how do you get it? It seems like it's more innately natural for some people than others. It, it wasn't really a natural quality for me. I had to really set my intention to work yeah. on this quality. Yeah. <laughs> so. you know, and that you're not alone. That's very, that's very, it's very scary to change, you know. Yeah, it can be. And I found it interesting when I read that um, control is actually the master addiction for humans as a species. I thought that was very interesting. So to give up control and to um, take courageous action steps can almost seem a little unnatural to, to many of us. Right. And I think, I think that's where this book came from, that in recent years, people, by choice or not, have had to give up control. So major life issues, you know, your spouse walks out on you or your marriage doesn't work, your job is suddenly gone, you've been diagnosed with a health crisis. Um, those are circumstances where as much as you tried to control your life before that, it's gone. And um, you either step up to the plate and make the best of it or, um, or you walk away. I know um, one of the inspirations for this book is I had had four friends who died of cancer under 40 in one year, 40 and 50, right? And I just was overwhelmed by, you know, oh my gosh, you have to live your life because it can be taken away from you. And I was perfectly healthy and, you know, I'm a single mom with three kids and it's challenging, but I was so blessed with everything. And I thought, how do I honor, you know, and pay tribute to their lives and and use what I have. So I decided to compete in a triathlon and raise money to go to the various cancers and um, research that each of them would have benefited from. But I didn't swim. I never ran past, I never ran a mile. And I could ride a bike, like, you know, to the beach. <laughs> kind of thing. And, so, um, and so, you know, I remember, like, the swimming terrified me terrified me. I remember I signed up for classes and um, I was using it kind of also as a metaphor to like, you know, finding my new new job, pursuing my passion, being able to survive writing books and doing writing for nonprofits when everyone in the world is saying, get a real job, you know, go to Motorola and sit in my cubicle. Um, And so this sort of, I did to show that I could achieve something that frightened me to death. And I did it. I trained for six months. And you know, the first time I went into the pool, I went eight pairs of goggles saying that none of them worked. But really, it was a, I was afraid of putting my head underwater. <laughs> and so none of the goggles would work because I was terrified. But when I crossed the finish line and, you know, I helped raise awareness for some of the cancers. And it was so empowering, not just because it was a physical thing, but because I something I was so terrified of. And become something that I've never seen myself as, you know, an athlete. And it just, it 
carried over to every other aspect of my life. I suddenly thought, you know what, I, I can call that person and try to get a new job, or I can take a risk and work for this nonprofit instead of the comfy job. And so it kind of became my underlying courage mirror for me. Well, I can really see that. Yeah, when you when you do something you you aren't absolutely confident that you can do, and when you're successful doing right. it, it seems like that could definitely um, support you in in knowing that you're more powerful than maybe you previously believed. Right. I think that's such a great right. example, such a great story. I feel like right. that about writing my books. I I didn't know I could write. I didn't think I could do that, and I did it. So if I can do that, what well, else can my what else can I do? <laughs> You know, that takes a lot of courage, too, because, you know, I, I always tell my kids I could decorate our house with the rejection letters that I got in my early 20s trying to become a writer, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, it, <laughs> but if you really you really believe you can do something, stick with it because it's inside you. And, and so courage also means you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to be rejected a lot or you're going to fail. And... And the one thing I learned from this book is that when you say someone has courage, well, that person has a lot of experience failing is probably what, you know, but they learn from their lessons and they keep at it and they have like a grit and a resilience to keep pursuing. So, um, so that I think is at the essence of courage. Yes. I I think you're absolutely right. So you define um, something called a, a courageous mindset in your book, how would you actually um, describe or explain that, a courageous mindset? Um, I think it has to be a mindset that says to you, um, the new word I love, and I think it goes with courage, is grit. You know, you have to have a grit about you that um, you're going to make something happen. It's going to be scary, and you have to, you know, set in your mind that you could fail. You're going to have to try really hard. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You can't listen to what everybody else says or their opinion on if you should or shouldn't because it doesn't matter. It's what you think unless, you know, there's a relationship involved and you're going to be hurting someone else. But um, you have to lock your mind that no matter what, you're going to, you know, persevere and you're going to make something happen and you're going to take the consequences for doing it. Yeah, I I love that, and I absolutely love this quote from your book. Our goal is not for you to eliminate fear, but to be able to transform it so that you can live fully in spite of it. If we can learn how to relax and reach deep within, we will find creativity, hope, and opportunity in our challenges. That is so powerful. Yeah, that that says it all. I really do. We have... have tips in the book for, you know, how to put your passions out there. Um, And so I have five quick tips if you want me to briefly go through them. But this was... Yes, um, please. These I got from a woman named Bonnie Adario who had lung cancer. And um, she's a survivor, which is a very... There aren't a lot of lung cancer survivors. And so from that, she started her own foundation, and it's very successful today. But I met her um, during the early stages where she was afraid she was a successful businesswoman. And to say at the time, this was in like 2007, to say that you had lung cancer put a stigma on you, you know, oh, you're a smoker. It was just awful. But um, she gave this, this advice that I think is not just 
for anybody, somebody with cancer, but it's for anybody going through adversity. She says, you know, don't waste any more time putting off your dreams because you're facing a roadblock. Even in the face of adversity, you need to keep moving forward and what you want in your your life. I realize that it isn't just having cancer. It is an experience that threatens your life and all the dreams you have for it. One thing you quickly discover is that the time is of the essence. You have to go after your dreams now. And then you have to ask yourself, if you're looking for courage, who can help you? Who's going to support you in your journey of courage? Um, and again, gratitude is a big issue. We've written two books about this. Um, when you are looking to muster your courage for something, be grateful. Wake up knowing that you're going to, and be grateful that you might have the strength today to face what you want to do, and also to be the change you want to see. So if you're looking for the courage to be something that you're not or to take on a bully or do something, just start doing it and act, you know, act before it becomes real. And then also have have the courage to ask someone for guidance. There are people out there that want to help. And one of the hardest things I think a lot of us have, maybe women especially, is I know my mantra was always, well, I'll just do it myself. I can do it. No, I don't need any help. Oh, yeah. And I learned, you know, I learned the hard way that that most courageous thing in my life to do was to say I can't do it and I need somebody else to help me. And that was a very, I have a story about that, but um, it was a very interesting lesson, hard-earned, and um, but I learned it. So that's something to keep in mind about courage. Yes, I love it. So another quote that you um that you have that I, I underlined several times in your book, courage is taking action before you have to. I think that's so profound. Yes. Well, that's, um, you know, that's, that's very true too. Um, you know, don't wait until, you know, the heater breaks in your house or, um, you know, or don't wait. And you have to act now. And I think that's what I was alluding to. Like time is of the essence. Like mm. you, if you want something, don't wait and wait for somebody to bring it to you. You have to go get it, and you have to be a go-getter. And so taking action and and putting some muscle and some hard work to your words and your thoughts and your hopes is really essential. So, yes, you have another quote that I just absolutely love. Courage is the quiet power that guides us through our fear. That's a tweetable quote for sure. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah, it is. It's, um, you know, think about it when you're the most afraid of something. I mean, it's just terrifying, you know, and courage is something that just makes you know it's going to be okay. You know, I'm going to make it through this. Um, and, And it will manifest itself. But... But it is kind of a mantra to keep with that, you know, this is terrifying, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, you also write about tapping into our own inner brave heart. I think that's such a powerful intention and affirmation that can, I think, that can support us and guide us through those challenging times or those times that feel so scary. I'm going to tap into my inner brave heart right now. So that, I think, is really such a such a great little bit of wisdom, such a great suggestion. Um, you know, I have one, a lot of what 
we learn and when we write the stories in the book is we learn this by watching other people that do do that, you know? Um, so one of the stories in the book was about a, a woman who um, was a war veteran, came back blinded, and so she can't see. And terrified because she has to start over. Um, and there's an organization in Chicago called Die Heart that takes um, wounded vets that are paralyzed in some way physically um, or have PTSD, and it teaches them to dive, you know, scuba dive. And the scuba diving takes away, you know, they, they can float and they can, you know, they can feel, they don't see their injury or their paralyzed, you know, they, they can't walk, but they can swim, you know. Um, and I'll never forget seeing this woman. She was, I mean, blind. And I, you know, I'm scared to death to put my head underwater. And here she was scuba diving. And that gave her the freedom. So now she works with blinded, wounded vets. Um, one of the things, she'll take them for a play day to go do the scuba diving. But she's created a whole career out of that. And, you know, I don't know what could be more terrifying to me than think of being blind and then scuba diving. You know, you really have to trust other people to be there with oh you. Oh, my gosh. I, um... Yeah. I recently uh, started scuba diving. It scared the holy bejeebas out of me, and I didn't want to do it, but my husband loves yeah. it so much that I said I would give it three tries. <laughs> yeah. The second time, it's I'm scary. like, I'm only doing this one more time, and then I am done because this is some scary yeah. stuff. And to think about not being able to see, oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I know. And I went and watched her for the story, you know. I was just amazed, amazed, you know. Yes, so, yes. And I think, when it's I so think funny so because I, I, the third time I enjoyed it, and so I am going to do it again, and I was very proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, well, you got over. I mean, I think that's what courage is. is you, um, when you practice courage, there is often, if you don't give up, kind of that tipping point moment where you break through a barrier that you never thought you could break through. And it sounds like yes. that's what you did. Yes. And then it's, I, I once, um, being a journalist, they had, a story about, um, oh gosh, what is it? Tight, not tight roping, but um, when you walk up and you fly, <laughs> what is it called? But you know, you take off, you um, do it in a circus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tightrope walking? Not tightrope walking, said? but you're hanging from a swing. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I can see it in my mind's eye. Yeah. But I, I was doing a story about that they were teaching in Chicago for some kids at camp. And I'm like, this, I'm going to report this from the ground, basically here. And they're like, you can't write a story unless you go up there. And um, so I did. And I was terrifying going up 50 feet in the air on this rickety, you know, stairs and then leaning over and trying to catch the rope and then go swinging. And it was so freeing once I did it. I loved it. And so, you know, so there, that's a, that's a kind of a physical metaphorical example, but I think that's what happens with courage is yes. once we break through that barrier, you fly. Trapeze. And a trapeze, that's it. It was trapeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could see you yeah, doing it in my mind. I was so beautiful and graceful, yeah. and then it dropped into my awareness. The trapeze. Yeah. Yes. So you, you say if we can embrace our challenging lessons and our gifts of crisis, it leads, it naturally leads to confidence and personal growth. And I think your trapeze and my scuba dive are just little examples of how that can work. Writing a book or, yeah, showing up on our behalf and doing it even though we may be afraid. I think that's very powerful. I think it's very true. 
You also say that courage is the most important quality if you want to create success. We must have the courage to go for our dreams. I think that's really true. I think you, um, you know, you you probably have, well, you probably have clients that, you know, are so stuck in in what you you were saying before, that control is something that people want to hold on to. And so in order to go for your dreams, you can't control what the universe is going to bring to you. You know, it's just you show up, you do your best, you try, but um, there's no real control in that. And, And so... I think they go hand in hand, and if you want, you know, even simple things like you want to be present for a friend who has cancer, and you want to go, it's scary. You know, what do I say? Yeah, because you really are going into the unknown. You may be dealing with all kinds of emotions. You just don't know what to expect. Right. That might not not be career-changing, but there's simple things in life that we have to have the courage to show up for, you know? and, you know, the courage to the job at a coffee shop after you've lost your job or, um, you know, the courage to face a boss that's very difficult to work with or a bully of a schoolyard. I mean, these are smaller life moments, but they're very significant. And the courage you need in, in kind of all walks of life. That's so true. I mean, for me, one of the one of the big challenges was just speaking my truth. You know, just to be able to tell the truth about how I was feeling. I'd gotten myself in a lot of trouble in relationships because I never would speak up for myself and the relationships would always fall apart. So learning to speak my truth was very uncomfortable. It's really hard. It takes a lot of courage. So, yeah, it it can show up in many, many forms and fashions in our lives. No, that's very true. That's very true. It's, um, It's something that you you need to have in your toolbox of daily living. So true. I recently had this, uh, sometimes I meditate and I ask God what he would have me do. And I got that I was supposed to, you know, teach a teleseminar. And I was like, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. (laughs) But I I said I would lean into it. And lo and behold, people showed up in my reality that knew how to do it and helped me with it and supported me with it. And I'm just finishing up a very successful 12-week seminar. And I'm, again, I feel uh, proud that I was able to show up on my behalf with courage, even though I didn't know what was going to happen. And, right. you know, what was the worst case scenario? Nobody was going to sign up and I wouldn't have to do it. And that right. didn't happen. Right. <laughs> oh, great. That's great. You don't need another cut. My co-writer who you've talked to before, she, she was paralyzed to do public speaking. And, and then she took classes and now she loves it. She loves to go on book tour and talk about the book. And, and she's great at it. But she, you would never know she was terrified of that. But she just decided to you know, to face her fears and to do something to educate herself to try to overcome them. And she did. Yeah. Yeah, Just step up on our own behalf. So we, we just have a couple of minutes here left and Mary Beth, I'd love it if you could just give us, you know, and we've talked about a lot of them here, but maybe you could give us a few more suggestions about how we can begin to soften our fear and step up into courage in our lives and, and maybe some different ways. Do you have any, final thoughts or recommendations? I mean, I think, I think one thing is, is to form a community, you know, find the people that are like you, you know, don't listen to naysayers because you're, one of the things is you're going to, if you're throwing out and you're trying to step up to something, you would find a million people that would say, yeah, don't do a teleseminar. Are you kidding? Those things are so hard. They never work, you know, but you got to <laughs> find like, oh yes, that's transformed my business. So 
you've got to look for like, you know, they call it your tribe or the people that are like-minded that mm-hmm. are also risk takers. Because the worst thing you can do when you're trying to do something is you can, and it's so easy. I could go outside right now and find 15 people who could tell me, go get a real job to, you know, and, and then I'd be like, yeah, that's what they said I should do. And they're confirming me, my fear. So my fear is right. So I think the number one thing you can do is to try to find people who will inspire you. Maybe it's just a book at first, you know, and, or on the internet and maybe it's a counselor, but surround yourself by those people and let them help you is my biggest advice. That's really good. I, I, I talk about that too. It's like, if you have a little sapling of a dream, you don't want to just, you know, tell everybody about it. They may, you know, uproot it or make fun of it. You want to be very um, protective of it and surround yourself by the people that will nurture you, nurture your dreams and be your cheerleader. Find the cheerleaders. Support you. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, yeah, I grew a tree. This is what I did, and you're doing great. And yeah, and I, as a counselor, that is often what I do for people to to support them in in growing roots with their dreams and and right. giving them little action steps so that they can go deeper in uh, their courage, so that they can manifest the life that they deserve and they desire. Right, that's awesome. I mean, that's what I I really think people need to find because if the people around you aren't that network for you, you'll stay where you are. It'll be yes. easy. Yeah, and and a light that's not very abundant, and not who you are, and not your truth, and um, and and the people you know, you can lead a horse to water. So the people that are around you start to see you taking risks, who want to be inspired by that, they'll come with you, and they'll stay there. Yes, your truth I love that. That's so true. You know, it's like my intention is to live a an authentically empowered and courageous life. And I seem to be traveling with others that have that same intention. And of course, another really cool thing that people can do to get motivated, get inspired and claim their courage is grab a copy of your book. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we just have a minute here left. Mary Beth, how can people get a copy of your book? How can they get a hold of you? How can they connect with you? Okay, um, well, the book is, um, you know, for sale at major bookstores, um, so you'll find it on bookshelves there. You can also go on Amazon to find it, and then um, as it's part of our trilogy of this book, we've since written a new book called The Grateful Life, and we have a Facebook page called The Grateful Life. We also talk about this book, you know, the courage and thankfulness and some of the lessons we've learned on this journey getting to here. So all of that is on Facebook or Amazon or at your bookstore. That is perfect. So Mary Beth, I have just really thoroughly enjoyed you and your wisdom. You're just such a gift. You are just, you really know your stuff and just so much fun to connect with and celebrate with and uh, just uh, travel onward and upward together with. Well, thank you very much. And I've really enjoyed being here. I'm going to, you know, become a follower of you too. So thank you. Well, I've been Can trying to get you on the show. I know we, we interviewed yeah. Nina and I loved her and I've been like going back and forth with your publicist. Like, when can we have Mary Beth? When can we have Mary Beth? So I'm so grateful that we were finally yeah. able to find a pocket of time that worked for you and would love to have you back anytime. If you keep writing these books, you need to keep showing up and, and sharing your wisdom. I would love that. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And we'll, of course, you know, lead people to you too because I think this is great. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the stories by themselves, 
and they're and they need to be told, and so it's great to have other forums to tell them. Yeah, there's a lot of um, wonderful support and wisdom out there, and and um, I love connecting with people of like mind. And just again, honored to be dancing with you for a bit of our day together here. And to my listeners, gosh, I'm grateful for you. Thanks for spending some time with us here on Empower Radio. I'd love to hear from you. If you have thoughts, questions, ideas, concerns, TammyBPhD.com. You can write me there. Download my guided meditation just to bring you to that place of space of peace and remove those blocks to what it is you really want in your life. So God bless you. Take good care of yourself. Do some small things that um, can support you in stepping up into courageous action in your life. And it really can transform you from the inside out. So God bless you. Take care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye for now.